0: And we are back with the Afterwatch. We're watching ReZero, Season 1, Episode 14, The Sickness Called Despair. I'm Tim. I'm Brian. That's right. Uh, this episode is where it starts to get a little crazy, I think, as far as this art goes.
1: I don't know. It definitely has a different feel. Like, like they're setting something really big up. More so than just, hey, you're in this cool world, you're running around, Amelia's the thing, and now, I don't know, this feels much grander.
0: Yeah, well... Okay, that's true too. Um, but it's it's uh, at least we got through the drama of the last couple episodes. Oh, uh, that yeah, that hurt to watch for Subaru. Yeah, it hurt to watch because we know that that's that's everything to him. His relationship with Melia yeah, might be over. Well, I don't know. I mean, she kind of closed the door, but. It's, I mean, we can tell that something's got to be happening. He's trying to make it back to the mansion. Yeah. This <laughs> whole time. <laughs> There's all that stuff. Anyway, before we get into it, I do have to remind you guys if you haven't already subscribed to the show, if you're interested in other shows, we do. FictionalCharacters.net is where you can find not only this, but My Hero Academia, Food Wars, Violet Evergarden, all kinds of other stuff. If you have any comments, questions, things you'd like us to talk about here on the show, fictionalquestions at gmail.com is where you go to reach us. And if you'd like to give us a review over there on Apple or on Audible, we'd appreciate that. Okay, where does this start out? It starts out with Subaru, I guess, working off his some aggression, some of his some of the drama that's going on in his head. He's a little upset still. Yeah. He's flashing back on his, what, talk with Amelia, I guess, where she kind of shut him out it's and true. walked away.
1: And doing this while practicing with the sword demon,
0: right? And he's uh, he's really trying to. I don't know. They're they're practicing with wooden swords, of course. Mm-hmm. And he's just getting knocked around, but he keeps coming back. That's that perseverance we're seeing, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Or he's is a... it?
0: It's partly it's that. It's his impulsivity. It's it's his not wanting to give up. There's that. I think that's more than perseverance because I think. Maybe to a fault, he's not giving up right now.
1: Oh, for sure, he's the, it, it that's a good way to put it because it's partially a fault, right? He's so stubborn. It helps, right. It helps stubborn. out when he wants to get stuff done, but it also doesn't help out when he if he happens to go about it the wrong way, like probably what he did in the castle.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly that last time with uh, and we actually see Julius, who's like watching with uh Felix and Miss Cruchet. They're in there and. They're watching him fight and they don't think it's the right thing. (laughs) You know, this whole thing hasn't been uh, hasn't been a good look for anyone, I think. And uh, Julius is still unapologetic. He's like, I did what I did. I stood behind what I believe in.
1: Yeah, I so I thought that was really interesting because the way it was worded and tell me if you got the same thing from it that he's trying to protect a guy like him like felix was telling julius like why are you trying to protect him and i was like what is he protecting him from he like beat him to pieces so (laughs) i was wondering i want i think it'd be really interesting if uh julius is trying to make sure subaru doesn't get targeted by someone else right because this is a big play for power there's a bunch of factions involved so i wonder Mm -hmm. if julius kind of beats him up and takes him out maybe other people and like pretends to be against him maybe other people are like oh it's being dealt with like julius is going to attack this guy and if you're if you've ever done a lot into free-for-all games like starcraft and, and do it for fun like that or board games do the same thing. If you So as soon as one person attacks the other, you let them fight and now you're stronger, right? You're the odd man out and you haven't taken losses. You can do what you want. So I wonder, I don't know. I'm just like imagining some, oh. grand, some grand strategy where he's like, I'm going to help him by beating him up and pretending to take him out so nobody else actually kills him.
0: I mean, there could be a little bit to that because they even bring up that it kind of tarnished his rep. Julius doesn't really see it like that. He's like, I was defending the knight's honor and all that kind of stuff. But there might be something to that. Where if he hadn't done that, someone else might have, yeah, uh, taken him on and maybe not have done it the right way, maybe not in a in a you know in front of people, you know, might been a back alley somewhere, right? You know, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. So I so I, was I can like, see no, what you're saying. Possible, okay. I'm but, glad, glad I'm not like going crazy because I was like, it sounds like he hurt his own image, but for but why?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can read these conversations. They I mean, sometimes dialogue tells you too much, and I feel like this dialogue doesn't tell you enough. It's <laughs> barely giving you, <laughs> you know, it, there's certain, I don't know, even movies, certain directors and, and or writers might, might do it this way, where it, it leaves you guessing. It leaves things open-ended, so you could take things different ways.
1: Yeah, and sometimes when they do that, especially in like some other animes that are I think a little less dense uh, Mm. than this one. It feels like, well, you can kind of guess what they're hinting at or it's super obvious. And then this one is like, I, I don't know, man. (laughs) It could be, you just take a wild guess and then uh, hope it's right.
0: Well, I think that the reason this anime, I can speak to this one. I think uh, it's, a little more open-ended because it wants you to try to figure out it it doesn't want to maybe spoon feed allegiances to you like you don't know where exactly where julius is coming from and that's a good thing at this point because then as the storyline goes along it leaves you guessing as to what his ultimate you know goal is
1: yeah i, I think that definitely helps set the tone for, mm-hmm. for this because and be... also
0: that's kind of life too like life isn't that easy it's very gray you oh, know? yeah yeah so you don't just have someone you know words over someone's head blinking bad guy you know right so there,
1: there's not a faction of knights or whatever that is automatically right at everything there's there's shady stuff going on.
0: yeah well, and I mean speaking of great these people don't even know they they uh, I think are even taken aback when they look outside and they see Subaru talking to Reinhardt, who is another knight but from another faction obviously because he's backing felt. Mm -hmm. So that even is more of a, you know, throwing a wrench, you know, curveballs all over the place here. And I think, um, Oh, you mentioned
1: Reinhardt. So I think this is is what happens here. So when he's talking to Subaru is talking to Reinhardt, Mm -hmm. uh, Reinhardt suggests, and this goes exactly kind of what we're talking about, where Reinhardt suggests that Subaru go speak to Julius, like really ask him to find out. And I wonder if Reinhardt's in on it. So like whatever's going on, And there's probably a lot happening that we don't know about, but like Julius Mm -hmm. and Reinhardt might, he maybe he's really trying to help out Subaru and being like, you need to talk to him and he can't say it out loud. Can't say it in person because that's too much of an allegiance. Like kind of like you're saying it's too much of, he can't be directly on his his side, but if Hmm. he's rooting for him, he could be like, go talk to him. Right. Like wink, wink. He, you know, there's, there's more to right. Nudge, nudge him in the
0: right direction. So I I think there's a lot of people trying to help Subaru, but they really can't in this episode. Subaru's not really picking up on all the, you know, the different things because he's so single minded.
1: Yeah. And I wouldn't, I don't think I'd pick up on it either. No, that's right? true. because like it's like, it's so close to they're helping him or aren't they, right? It's really close. So I could see. Like you it could go about. either way yeah and he probably it's gonna feel the same way too he's not gonna be super sure especially after you know
0: being stabbed killed betrayed <laughs> yeah and then left alone by the person he loves oh <laughs> uh, right now he's
1: super betrayed
0: yeah um except but, by rem <laughs> except by rem no she's ultimate waifu
1: i see that so much now i was uh in Japantown briefly uh this weekend and uh-huh. i saw like stuff with rem on it and i'm like i i can tell why she's best girl
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Especially after, you know, the, these, these, the more that we see uh, Subaru and Rem interacting in, in this arc, you can see it anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess that um, Reinhard does say that stuff. I felt it was because he, not because maybe he's talked with Julius and this is the right way to do it, but I think he just knows where Julius comes from. And so... That's how I took it, at least.
1: I think that's fair. I think it's mm. definitely, he could just be educating Subaru on the way the knights work and stuff. Kind of like, you are you don't know what you're doing, right? There's a lot going on. Right, so right. This is how we handle things. Like, go talk to him.
0: Mm-hmm. But, of course, uh, Subaru just says, mind your own damn business,
1: <laughs> and walks off. Ah, uh, throwing away a good alliance, huh?
0: Well, I don't know if it's throwing it away, but it's definitely, like, putting his foot down or walking away. Yeah. I don't know if it's totally a burned bridge. Oh, no, no, I was just... Uh, but uh, it, it is tough. On. It's Subaru sticking to his guns and not, <laughs> not saying, you know, not wanting to apologize. Because he still believes what he did was right. He still believes he was sticking up for Amelia, and he wants that to be known.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and and any backing down almost in his head shows weakness on Amelia's side, probably. Because whatever he's doing, if he's backing off, then he probably thinks that that's hurting Amelia's side. Even though Amelia doesn't want his help, he still feels like he has to. And, I mean... If this episode shows anything by the end, she does need his help.
1: Oh, yeah. That's why I was definitely on the side of like, well, maybe they can switch to something else for a bit. And uh, it's it's painful because it's like she said not to help and maybe he should do other things. But uh, yeah, you're right. Definitely finds stuff out that he's like, mm, his intervention.
0: Right. In a normal life scenario, maybe it might be good to have a cooling off period, but this anime is telling you, the storyline is telling you, uh, no, he needs to intervene. Yeah, his main quest. <laughs> yeah, the quest line takes over at a certain point here. Yeah, he just gets beaten down some more with the with sword fighting. And I actually, he wakes up from getting beat down uh, in a REM lap pillow. <laughs> I guess she knows he likes that. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, they're very thoughtful. They're... Yeah, there is a moment, though, where he's talking about how, I mean, I don't know if it's wallowing in in whatever pity. He says that he's pathetic. Do you think I'm pathetic? And she says, yeah, but I stayed with you and I would have stayed with you either way is is what she. uh, I guess her point is that even if Amelia had told her to leave, Rem would have wanted to stay. And I think it's because of this growing bond and affection. We definitely see the affection coming through
1: yeah for sure and i feel like she did she just like literally ask him out like ask him to go to the town she did <laughs> on a date and she's on my uh the translation was date
0: yeah got the lap pillow going on she's asking for a date she's trying to distract him with things she knows he likes
1: oh
0: you know what that makes that makes sense but, so, I mean, she's the, also doing it because it, she wants to help him.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the, she definitely, it definitely comes off as caring. Like, she she cares for him right. enough to do these things. But I, I like the, the small, the slight twist of, like, she doesn't understand the context for sure. But she's like, he likes these things. Let's do these things. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what it is. That's what it sounds like to me.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially, it would make sense, you know, being a demon and different social norms.
0: hmm Also, they haven't known. Well, I guess it's been a month now. But yeah, they, they've been through a lot together. They have. They have. <laughs> they, they fought those mob beasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cut to the town. I probably the next day. And they're in front of all these posters of all the people up for royal selection. The townsfolk are looking at them. And there's a lot of, I don't know, shade being thrown around about Amelia being in a half elf.
1: Yeah, and that that jumped out to me a little because it was like, okay, it's not just the council and the well-known people and the knights. It's everybody. It's everybody. The townsfolk, the the workers, they all hate half
0: elves. Well, there's a prejudice going on, but I guess it's based on that they know how evil this Witch of Envy is, that you shouldn't even say her name. She's basically Voldemort. Right. And and that everyone associated with that, I guess, race is associated with her in some way. Uh, So I don't know if... If there's just not a lot of them, so they there's w- only one family, like, bloodline? Yeah. Is that, that what we're getting from this?
1: That, so I also thought, does that mean that the Appa man is implying all half-elves are descendants from the witch? That's, I also got that feeling like that might be
0: implied. I think it's more than implied. I think that's the, I think that's what we should be taking from what he's saying.
1: Yeah, because as far as I know, like, I don't think we've seen another elf or half-elf.
0: Mm-mm. No. So, and the fact that everyone brings it up must mean that they're not welcome around there, even though you see all kinds of demihuman, whatever, all kinds of different races and creeds and stuff, right? Right. Uh...
1: Oh, uh, and a side note of uh, the, the Appa man is super ripped. So I was like, does he just like rip the trees up from the roots? Is that how he gets his muscles? See, of like has the body of like a full time like fighter. That's like the best. Yeah, yeah. He's like a Zangief kind of dude almost. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I just no, I like kinda, him. I do He's too. A- I, I just thought it was kind of funny because it's like, you know, it is hard work, but it's not like chiseled mm-hmm. chiseled
0: like that <laughs> work. It is pretty funny how there's certain characters that just come back. Like like he does because he he's been there since uh, episode one. So they get in a shouting match because of course Subaru has to come to Melia's aid even here even now. Um, And these people are like, why are you getting so worked up? Don't yell. A little piece of advice: don't talk about half elves in public, especially don't mention Satella. I think that's probably good advice because obviously it's not just him. Like after the Appa guy leaves, uh, other people come like what shove him around. Like, they're mad about the whole situation, kind of putting him in check.
1: Oh, I felt like, yeah, like a crowd was drawing because of the whole selection stuff. I didn't Mm -hmm. notice the the shoving part, but yeah, that would get real dangerous then.
0: Yeah, just don't say the witch and, you know, that don't bring her up in public. Anyway, he goes back to more sword practice, so he's even getting more worked up. (laughs) And then, I guess at that night, he's walking upstairs and meets Miss Cruce, who's... I guess dressed down for the night and uh wants to share a drink with him out on a balcony. And she's the one that's
1: more strategic. She's the one that came off. She kind of looked like a a soldier. Soldier, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't make, I, I was pretty sure, but I, I just
0: I would say so. Yeah. I, I mean, I you never know in this what what soldiers look like mm-hmm. in this, you know, but uh she looked at least military.
1: Oh yeah, she seems like strategist like the way she talks and carries herself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think it's pretty cool.
0: So, they go out, she's not getting drunk. Um, he I guess still says he's too young, so he's just having water.
1: Yeah, but- and that's funny, right? Like he cuz he he's thinking of his home rules. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Instead, I know. This world where it's like there's probably no
0: you do whatever you want. <laughs> you could probably do whatever you want. I mean, there's a cat person right here. <laughs> right. You know, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Part of me is like, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's a good idea for him not to just to keep his wits about him, but also part of it's like, it's a new world. Like, don't you want to confirm like what's it taste like?
0: <laughs> but well, yeah, who knows? And who knows what their wine might be? Yeah. Maybe
1: it's awful. <laughs>
0: who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that um they're talking about and it seems like it's getting a little chummy. And Felix even brings this up because Felix jumps out and was like, what's going on here? And even Miss Cruce says, look, anyone who is at that council meeting knows who Subaru likes, <laughs> you know, so you don't have to worry about that going on here.
1: Yeah. And if it's that obvious, like Amelia should know too, right? Like, I think
0: she does. I think I, she's known for a while.
1: Yeah. And I think she's been handling it pretty well, right? She's usually pretty clear. And I think if we noted it a couple times when she has like clear boundaries. Oh, that like she you has ground this, rules? Yeah, she does. You, you know, what you owe me and what you don't. Uh, you're not coming to this meeting. Um, so she's pretty clear, which is good. But I, I don't know. I feel like she could have. You, I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be good to use that against him. That would not be nice. Oh, for Amelia? Yeah. It just no, I think the question I'm- of like if she returns his... I, I'm still questioning if she returns... the affection yeah returns the affections because she's like being tentative Mm -hmm. but does that mean it's tentative because she's not interested or tentative because she's like maybe she'll be interested
0: later i think there's that i think Mm -hmm. it's that she likes having him around because he's company and he's nice and sensitive to her needs but yeah it's probably too soon to it's not a love at first sight kind of thing yeah where it is
1: with him. <laughs> probably likes like, that she, she doesn't yell at him the way all the other people that
0: hate half elves do. That's probably. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true too. Okay. Anyway, uh yeah, there is the moment though where uh she talks about how many proposals she's getting and and all of a sudden it dawns on him, "Oh my gosh, Amelia must be getting all kinds of proposals too." Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, you know, if what you're saying is true and everyone doesn't like half elves, they might not be proposing because they might not think she has a chance or they might be turned off by that whole thing anyway.
1: That's true. I actually, When I was watching the episode, I did not think of it. I didn't think of the whole, like, oh, she's hated as the half-elf. I thought of that because we just talked about it. But in mm-hmm. this case, I was like, oh, well, it's it's got to be true, right? They, they have a lot of suitors. That makes sense. And I didn't question it. But I think mm-hmm. you're right to question it. And that it really makes it interesting because she's in such a powerful position. You would think at least some people that are power-hungry would go after her, but it, I don't know. From all the things that have happened and how angry people are about her being a half elf, mm-hmm. maybe you're right. Maybe people aren't.
0: Well, it might just be because they don't think she has a chance of winning. That's that's basically what the Appa guy said. That's
1: true, and he's I don't know. That that is pretty true, especially if there's any. Uh, also, is there any context that we've been given so far about how to win? Like, is this a vote? No, we so, had we don't know. Yeah, because it could be it could be a battle, it could be a vote, it could be a war,
0: it could be the dragon choosing. For all we know.
1: <laughs> that is true. Like, if you survive and go make a contract, then you win.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we don't know, actually, that part of it. Hmm. Um, but we just know that these people were chosen by the insignias, which was that, what? What do we say? The dragon gem that was in the insignia? Sure. Anyway, so after this whole talk, with talking between them. Subaru starts thinking that, look, he knows he needs to go in there. He needs to make up with her. Like, figure out a way to, like, reconnect with Amelia, and he knows that he has a way of making any problem that he has go away, and that's the restarting, right? Even though it takes him dying, he can change things.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what he was implying right there. Like, obviously, yeah, he has the power to change stuff, but... It was just kind of funny because, like, you're right. He's like, I have the power to do this. You mean the power to die?
0: (laughs) The power to die and restart over. (laughs) I don't know. I I feel like they're trying to warn him off of going back now because they think it's not the right time. It's not the right move. At this point, Rem comes to him and says they need to talk. She's had a bad feeling. She's gotten some kind of, what, psychic feeling off of from her sister that something is bad something's going on back of the mansion and uh it she doesn't even think that it was on purpose like it was some kind of psychic scream or i don't know what some kind of danger sense that went off and rem was able to feel that so that makes subaru think that they need to go back and i guess at this point we find out that there's been some kind of movement over outside of in that Mather's area which is where the mansion is where Roswell's what lordship or whatever is mm-hmm.
1: like his territory or whatever
0: yeah his territory so some kind of something is going on over there that's put everyone on security high alert and so they don't think that it's that it's the right move to go back there you know especially Subaru who doesn't really have powers he, you know he doesn't have anything going on it's probably best for him to stay there of course they don't know that Subaru you know, won't stay. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe they do. Maybe they do. And they're hoping that he'll just take their warning.
1: Yeah. And and this one is so hard. So before when Amelia was like, stay here, it was much clearer. Like this isn't life and death. You should probably listen to her. Right. But this time, and and it stinks because it comes right after she walks out for him not listening and, and all this stuff that's gotten him into trouble. And now he knows it's probably trouble. And he probably should go. But then again, he's directly going against what Amelia said. And then he gets the the bomb dropped on him that if he does leave, not only is he going to kind of go against her, although she's, something might be happening, which uh, according to Rem, but also uh, the contract will end of him getting healed and everything. So it just complicates things even more.
0: Yeah, because he she uh, says that they'll go back to being enemies, not right. just him, but I guess the whole contract with Amelia, too, is burned by that.
1: Right. And then it's funny, not funny, but uh, Subaru takes us as a way to, like, not trust Krush. Yeah. Krush? yeah. Um, But it, it, I don't know. It almost is also a plus one, like, to trust them because they're being very forward. Right. So then they're not being like, oh, you know, I thought we were friends and manipulative. It's like, no, you, you leave. We're done. I, like, he doesn't have anything for him. The only reason they're helping was because of this contract, which one, I wonder what Amelia had to give up or do in return. Mm-hmm uh and then also yeah so it's like are they telling the truth and it's just so hard to tell
0: yeah i know it seems like they're being very forthcoming and honest with him which is even like tougher because there's he you know that he can't tell them why he needs to go because Mm -hmm. he has this you know (laughs) whatever power i guess if you call that the return by death but he needs to find out all the information so he can't find out the information to do (laughs) what is needed you know, to reverse whatever is going on over there if he doesn't go. Right. If he just stays here in the dark, nothing's going to change. It would probably even get worse. And so that's, the, that's why he has to dive in. But he, there's no way of him telling them that.
1: Right. And I think that's, in this case, the right choice, even though, you know, it might end up alienating him more and maybe end up he shouldn't have gone. But you're right. Like the downside of him not doing anything, not only will nothing change uh especially Mm -hmm. if something's happening but he also won't gain any information if he has to play again
0: yeah so yeah they basically tell him a good man knows how to take a warning but i mean he's made his mind up so he goes to leave uh takes the carriage actually it's uh what wilhelm's carriage uh yeah very nice of him (laughs) yeah very nice of him he seems like a good guy so Um, far so far yeah yeah uh so he and Rem get ready to leave. I guess she says that it's going to take two and a half days to get back, which is weird because it only took them less than a day to get there. But I guess that the way that they came is shrouded by this fog, fog that's been created by the white whale. So they can't go that way. They need to go this other way, a roundabout way that's going to take them longer.
1: Yeah, as soon as they mentioned like, oh, we can't, it's dangerous, you know, White Fog, I thought he was just going to like hop in and be like, all right, you stay here and then just go because he knows, well, he can confirm whether or not he'd be able to make it. And then mm-hmm. if he, if he That's dies, true, then, uh, well, he, you
0: know, plays again. I know, but I think, I, yeah, a good point. But he goes along with it at this point. I think that it's because he doesn't know to the extent, or maybe he just doesn't believe that they're, you know, that it's actually going to be two and a half days. But when they stop, they have to stop because the ground dragon is tired and they get a room at this hotel. He can't even sleep. He's so wired and just wants to get back. It's not just him that can't sleep. Rem comes to him. She can't sleep either. They have a nice moment where she wants to talk,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but it's not really talking. It's more of her holding and healing him. Yeah. And uh, she she tells him he's a truly wonderful person. It's this really touching moment.
1: And yeah, she, I wrote down Rem. Rem being best girl, so was, uh, I, I guess you know more stuff for Rem being uh, cool to him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still stuck on Amelia, even though she's there, you know, trying to help him and heal him. Ah, oh,
1: I know it's so sad.
0: Yeah, and and there is even that moment where she's like, "I wish you could save a little piece of that love that you have from Amelia, save a little bit for me as well." I know
1: I can't take it. Yeah, <laughs> it's because because it's it's just it's really endearing to rem's character it's, it seems really nice and then mm-hmm. i don't know it's just it's, well what do you
0: mean the part of what she does because she basically puts him to sleep here instead of healing him
1: <laughs> yeah i when i saw i like did she just put him to sleep and run off and die <laughs> but i was like I, I, the dying part i wrote as a joke but um but <laughs> the, the, well. the, the sweet part um i meant like was just if you if it's kind of like a super is doing all these things and he hopes his feelings reaches Amelia and like Amelia is the target goal. And he's like trying to do right by her. Right. So he's like, he's trying, even though he's messing stuff up. And it feels like REM's kind of like now in that place, now that they've gotten to know each other and does the same thing doing like she has learned, even though he's not really noticing how much she's paying attention to him. Right that he likes the lap thing you know Mm -hmm. to heal him she says really nice and supportive stuff even though he's pathetic and she does it in a playful way so like she's doing all these things and picking up on it so it's kind of like the unrequited side of he's doing the same thing Amelia hoping to get the attention back so it's kind of a it's kind of a weird love triangle yeah or juxtaposition of yeah you know there's there's nothing wrong with it she should express herself it's just kind of sad that like you know he clearly has only eyes for someone else
0: right at this point anyway um uh, but yeah he does wake up he's slept in he realizes too late that rem left during the night he's actually really upset with the hotel people and they're just like oh, it's not our fault yeah don't you know what the help. but there's a note that's left saying basically what you said like rem needs to go back to help her sister but she doesn't want subaru getting hurt so this is for the best course, mm-hmm. Subaru runs all over town looking for a carriage. Finally finds this guy, Otto, who's drunk himself into a stupor. But anyway, he's sleeping on a bar. Gets him to take him back to the mansion. Uh, he's a little upset at REM though now. And the driver is kind of actually a little scared. By... <laughs> yeah,
1: because I'm assuming he's going... Well, my guess was like he might be going through the fog, and that's why it's like giving all his money. No, I
0: don't think they're going through the fog, yeah,
1: no, I think you're right. I think I think that's not what happened
0: because they're going through woods, and at one point, the dragon's actually starting to get scared, and they won't go any farther. uh Subaru just takes off he leaves his stuff with yeah, otto he leaves all of it i i,
1: I would you know keep a couple of coins on my on my purse just in case but he's like just keep it all
0: yeah yeah and it's really he notices really quickly that it's super quiet around him in the woods and suddenly he's surrounded by all these cultists it's one then it's many and they're just standing there looking at him and then they like zip away like to flash
1: yeah so i thought he triggered some sort of trap right because he's coming up to roswell's territory so i right. thought he triggered a trap and then my guess as soon as that happened was you know maybe nothing happened to him because it's thanks to roswell right if if roswell's the one who said it and whatever some sort of magic yeah. craziness then super okay by roswell mm-hmm. so that that's what i thought happened right there no yeah, I, I figured out it was wrong later,
0: <laughs> but it's uh, it's because he's he's got the witch's stench on him.
1: Right. But there's no indication at this point
0: of his allegiance. So there it's so it's I think that's the only thing I, I think we could circle back on this, what it might mean. Mm-hmm. But at this point, that was that's my guess. Oh, okay. But it gets really bad really quick Oh yeah. because as soon as he walks into town, no one's around. He's going into houses. He's not finding anyone until he gets to the main square and there's just dead bodies everywhere. There's a pile of burnt dead bodies.
1: Yeah. And it's it was so sad because uh at first i was like oh is that the is that the little village that they did all the stuff in and yeah it was and then i was like oh well you know did rem make it and then you see the ball and chain right and you're like
0: oh no oh right when he gets to the when he gets to the um mansion that's yeah, the first thing he sees the morning star at his feet and he looks over and there's rem uh, just knife in her back dead so sad and that's how it ends so
1: and he would have died if he had gone th- of course too, so. Of course. But what if it saves now with Rem dead?
0: I don't know. See, (laughs) these are the things, because I don't know that, within this arc, he hasn't come back. He hasn't restarted yet, you know?
1: Right. So, yeah, I don't really know where it's gonna be.
0: Yeah, because after getting beat up by Julius and everything else, he didn't restart any of that. That stays. All that royal selection, all that getting yelled at by Amelia, all that stuff in the council room, that stuff stays.
1: Yeah, it depends where. Or I
0: guess yeah. So far, none of that has triggered a replay.
1: Right. That yeah. So we're not we're not sure yet.
0: But this is pretty bad because there's just. <laughs> well, it's not just hurt. I mean, there's there's tons of corpses of cult, cultists. I, yeah,
1: I know. I'm like ignoring everything else, and it's just oh no, Rem's dead. <laughs> the entire yeah, village. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. The but, it,
0: but it hurts. Anyway, we'll see what happened next time, probably. <laughs> yep. As the as the plot thickens. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. I've been Brian. Alright, take care guys.
1: at all.